0: Saturday night. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orba. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. It's Melton Saturday night, Saturday the 15th of April, 11 races on the program. And uh, we've got some uh, classic uh, races in the Country Clubs Championship uh, Final and also the EK Bray Country Clubs Pace Final. So they've been, uh, I'd say, time-honoured races for as long as I could remember, and it's important to have them part of the Saturday night programs. If anything, if anything, I'd say they should be worth a little bit more money. Rob Orber uh, joins me as he does on the Saturday Night Harness
1: Preview every week. How are you, Rob? I'm very well, Danny. Uh, uh, hello to you and hello to everyone and welcome to our preview show for Saturday night's meeting, as you mentioned, 11 races. Uh, we've got a uh, new sponsor on board. Uh, big thank you to Ben Stud over the past five weeks who have supported us through uh, the sales period and we welcome the Victorian Harness Racing Club, uh, Tammy Mazzetti, and to uh, Shane Glary and the team, Carol Bass, uh, Mark Delray, Everyone involved with the Victorian Harness Racing Club are going to be sponsoring our program now for quite a number of weeks moving forward. And we'd like to uh, welcome them on board. And it's a really exciting time for the club. Uh, The new members uh, facility almost ready to be launched out at uh, Melton Park. Uh, For those people that haven't been here yet to to have a look at it from an outside. Look, it's a a high-quality room. Uh, Harness Racing Victoria and the venue have done a fantastic job in the way They're going to present this new uh, members owners room and there's no better time to become a member of the Victorian Harness Racing Club. And for $121, you can become a social club member. You can buy your membership, which will enable you access to the room uh, at all the metropolitan meetings. Uh, There will be some premium nights, of course, uh, when it gets to the Group 1 racing, but throughout the year, and those facilities have been made for the owners and the members of the Victorian Harness Racing Club. So if you're going to become a member, there's no better time right now. The opening for the members' room will be on Saturday night, May the 13th. So uh, in a few weeks' time, there will be a couple of earlier uh, openings for the corporate sponsors prior. However, uh, for the members, uh, Saturday the 13th of May will be the launch date, and we're really looking forward to uh, everyone getting part of the club moving forward.
0: Yeah, a very important time for the Victorian Harness Racing Club and always an important time for Harness Racing. Uh, Rob, 11 races on the program. We kick off the, the card. It's the Charlie Buzina Memorial uh, 2023 trot. And this is uh, for the 65 to 79
1: rated square gaiters. Yeah, look, I thought this was a really tough meeting. There's some tough races, uh, certainly digested quite a bit over this race. Uh, look, I've settled for two Kuka Lane. Uh, he's second up. I would have liked uh, the horse to probably have had another run under his belt. But in saying that, I think he's got uh, the, the gate speed to push forward here and get into a prominent spot, whether he decides to lead or, or take a trail. I think Kuka Lane certainly will be primed to run a pretty forward race uh, second up. Gets a nice draw, was held up last start, had trialled well prior. Gets into a good race. I think he's a really good chance to Kuka Lane. Five don't touch the Juco. He's racing in great form. He's, a, he's got gate speed. He'll certainly be pressing forward. Uh, all the form around him has been really strong. Love the run of Bogar. Sign This horse is absolutely flying at the moment. Mobile is probably the only little question mark. He's, he's only won a couple from the Mobile, and at times he can be a bit risky. But the way he's going, he could win this race. He just needs to handle the conditions well, and if he does that, he's a strong winning chance in the race. Six Sir Patrick, really honest, uh, won't know how to run a bad race, and one ebony's Avenger is going to get a good soft trip. Tricky race. Two, five, and four are my top three picks in the race. Uh, Look, I've gone for Cooke Lane, but I've got great respect for five and also the four.
0: Rob, I thought it was a a tough race too, but I put Don't Touch the Duco on top, expecting he might be at a bit of value. If he does lead, if he can get to the pegs, I think he's a... Uh, two to three lengths, better horse, and the stable's flying. So five for me, a bit of odds. Two uh, uh, Kukulain, as you pointed out, one everybody 's Avengers, six Sir Patrick, five, two, one, six. A smallish field, but it's a good field. You can make cases for just about every runner in the race. Race two is the Country Club's Championship Final, $30,000. So it's not bad prize money, but um, it's one of those races It seems like it's been around for a long time. Always produces good fields. The format of it's almost always... <laughs> Uh, the form to follow, Rob, and
1: uh, we've got a really good line-up here. Oh, fantastic race. Uh, There's uh, obviously a lot of chances. It's pretty open. I mean, obviously, hot deal for my number 12. I think he's the quality horse of the race, but as we know, when you start drawing... Barrier 12 in big fields uh, against quality horses. Yeah, you have to be really exceptional, and he, he is a very nice horse. He's won 11 from 29, 122000 in stake money. Uh, he's won his past two starts. He's going to have to do it the tough way. I've tipped him on top. I don't know whether i would be rushing in when it comes to the value side of things. He'll be favoured in the race, uh, in a tough race. 10 got a smudge. He's going really well. Matty Craven's team's flying at the moment. He's uh, got a really good hope in the race, got a smudge. Now, I do like one here at very big odds, Dan. I think this horse is absolutely flying. He's going to need this race to be run upside down, which is half a chance it's going to be a genuine tempo in this race. But I'm telling you, number nine Tiger bandwagon is absolutely flying. I think if uh, you're playing some value and you just want to have a small spec bet on him, don't leave him out. I think he's got a really good hope in the race at a bit of value. And five, Sly Terra. Who um, was beaten last start, but certainly can improve here. But there's some horses that are going so well here. I mean, you, you only have to look at horses like uh, Uar Lister, uh, also Pacific Drums, and you could probably name another five horses that are all flying. But look, I've gone twelve, ten. I'm going to have a nibble at the nine at big odds here, and uh, five Slide Terrace. So twelve, ten, nine, five.
0: It's oddly enough, I, I think there are a lot of winning chances as well. But I've picked the same exact a twelve hot deal. Ten got a smudge. We've seen both of these horses. Uh, racing in town recently and that probably counts for a lot of what is at the forefront of your mind and and good performances from both so 12 10 1 ua lister getting better with race experience so he can handle the barrier one Slide terror and I think Lottie Moon, you pointed out, you are outside a tiger bandwagon. I'm totally with you there. He's a horse I had a lot of time for early on, and he just lost his way a bit, Rob. But you're right; his last couple have been good. Uh, and another one, if it gets into the race, Lottie Moon. I think she's in terrific form. It might be an awkward draw, but she'll be big odds. But she needs a, another scratching to, uh, or a scratching to get a run in the race. So 12, 10, one, five, But plenty of chances. Good race, and so it should be. Race number three is the Woodland Stud three-year-old Pace. This is a good race. Um, Roadmaster, he came to town
1: for the first time last start and he set quite an impression. Yeah, look, again, uh, I think there's two real main chances here at the top of the tree, five-out Vinny. He comes back from Bathurst, uh, performed really well in that feature race uh, at, at Bathurst, got a fair way back in the race and was off the track wide, uh, 56.8 last half, it was really hard to make ground but he just kept coming uh, in the race that was won by Bainbridge, that was a $100,000 gold chalice final and he was runner up behind Better Be The Best who of course took out that derby, New South Wales derby and the second behind Captain Hammerhead when he was first up, so he's fourth up here, he should be primed I, I think he'll be really hard to beat but six Roadmaster. Uh, this horse just keeps lifting uh, his benchmark His win two runs ago at Hamilton when sitting back in the field and really coming home strongly was outstanding uh, he won really impressive last start at Melton uh, he's a strong winning chance five and six clear two top picks here for mine one cheers to Lou improving all the time he's a bit of an underrated horse I liked his run at store thought he switched off halfway up the straight but his run was excellent I'll uh, give him a really good hope to to be there at the finish and uh, look, it's pretty open outside of that. Two cliffhanger, three Shamir Princess, four Andaman Bay, all going well enough. But five and six predominantly from one, and then two, three, four.
0: I've uh, six uh, on top road master from five, Alvinny, Two cliffhanger, one tears to lose. Six, five, two, and one race, Three. Rob, the fourth of in is the big screen company Pace. It's one of two races over the 1,200. Actually, just before we get onto that race, um, uh, the big six again, there's $20,000 that's seeded into the pool. So no doubt we'll get a pool of about $60,000. It was just slightly less last week, Rob, but um, the uh, pools have been averaging about that $60,000 mark. So expect a good-sized pool. First league race number three. Second league race four, of course. And this is one of the two races over the 1,200 metres. Uh, it's an interesting race, certainly um, the barrier draw evens it out quite a bit here, so I'm glad you're going first.
1: Yeah, it's a tough race, isn't it? Uh, look, I've, I've tipped nine lip reader on top. I've come up with three predominantly main winning chances, but in saying that, there are other winning chances, but you sometimes you try to narrow down where you think the class might lie. Uh, Look, I've I've tipped nine, Lip Reader. Uh, I think he's going really well. I know his figure form might not suggest that. I think this is a class drop for him. He's a tough stayer, 1,200 metres. I'd like to see him press forward here and and just keep going forward and and see what happens. But uh, I think he's got a chance in this race. Seven, Hiranya. I thought it was maybe slightly disappointing last start, but again, hard to make ground from back in the field. Prior to that, good form, comes into this race with a really good chance. And, and the horse we gave a really good push for last week, we better believe it, who had absolutely no luck and should have won, I thought, again, comes into this race with a really good hope. So, look, I've, I've narrowed it down to 9.73. Uh, obviously, two wine gum, interesting runner, comes across from New Zealand. Trial quite well on Tuesday at Melton. One ghost of times, the guts to be up on the speed. But 9.73 ahead of two and one. Yeah, I thought it was a
0: tough race. Um, none the wiser still. I've uh, tipped seven, Harania. Three, we better believe it. Two, Wine Gum and eight, Captain Pins. But, um, I, yeah, I find it difficult to rule out any horse there. Um, seven, three, two and eight. First leg of the main quaddie. This is a really good free-for-all. It's the bit of it. Tiger Tara, free-for-all.
1: Great race again. Uh, we've got some really good quality racing. Uh, everyone's going to be uh, really spending some time trying to digest uh, things. We've, we've tried to do our best here. Uh, look, one, Seb's Choice resumes here. Uh, i have always had a lot of time for Seb's Choice as a horse. Uh, I know he's drawn one. He's had three trials leading into this. Never easy winning first up. He hasn't started since November. Uh, but, look, his trials have all been good. Had a really good hit out at Backus Marsh last week, and I thought he was trialling a little bit better than uh, LB2 Chains, and LB2 Chains, you know, I thought ran really good last week. So I think Seb's choice is more advanced fitness-wise, and he needs to be because he's up in uh, against some really good horses. But he's drawn one. I think Zach Phillips has got some options here. He can take the trial or uh, even try to go all the way. But each way, happy to play him. Seb's choice first up. From 4Shayella, I know this is a big rising in Craig, but she's got race fitness. She's a uh, mare in form, short race, suits her. I think she's got a great hope. Uh, 9, which is Code Bailey, terrific performance last start. He's two runs back from a long spell. We know he's a high-quality horse. And 8, Tango Tara, who I think is going to get a soft trip on the pegs. One, four, nine, and 8, and that's leaving out Max Delight and Cranbourne.
0: Wow, yeah, well, it's just that sort of race, isn't it? Uh,
1: Shayella, the way she's been getting out of the gate, Rob, um, is she a chance to lead here? Oh, I think she can. Yeah, look, I, I think she's a big chance. And I think Seb's choice um, dictates what happens here because Seb's choice can get out of the gate very fast. And, you know, I think, you know, I'd be happy to be sitting on the back of Shayella if there's ongoing pressure, if Max Delight Cranbourne come across. So, you know, I don't think Shayella. you know, I think they'd back their judgment race ...fit hard against some horses at the first up. So, yeah, I think is a big chance of leading. OK, it is over the 1720 metres. Again,
0: challenging race, but a good race. Code uh, Bailey, uh, I think he can only get better into his prep now. He would have been pretty forward to get um, to the track... And then second up, just that race experience improved him. What I liked the most was the way he finished off his race. And again, that's going to suit him here. It's more of a challenge, but I still think he's got that upside. So nine. From four, um, Shayala, who, for all the reasons Rob's pointed out, she's flying at the moment. And if she can get to the pegs, um, they're going to have to run sub-55. And they're capable of doing that, but off the track and sitting without covers much harder. So she'll give a big side against the boys. uh, Seven, Cranberry and five max delight i I thought seb's choice was vulnerable first up but he's got the right draw to be effective he just didn't quite come up last prep did he and he's a pretty smart horse so uh, on top nine bit of each way odds i suspect it surprised me the price he got out the last time so might get that similar price with the depth here uh rob we're almost halfway through the uh preview this is the saturday night harness preview i've actually had a few people lately saying to me What's the name of that song at the start of um, your show? And it is simply called Saturday Night, and it's by the greatest Australian band ever, in Cold Chisel. So there you go. It's as simple as it sounds, Saturday Night, and it's appropriate for our uh, our preview for every Saturday night. And uh, as you mentioned, Victoria Harness Racing Club are uh, on board to uh, support us here and it's fantastic we've had no shortage of uh, potential sponsors to to support the concept of having a, a a preview for the Saturday night meeting on RSN going to where if the people are listening to it uh, now potentially on RSN after the Friday night program or early on a Saturday morning on their socials and also on their podcast, RSN, but also on Harness Racing Victoria's socials and their harness.org.au page and the trots.com.au page. So hopefully lots of areas where you get an opportunity to hear this preview
1: and ultimately get some winners out of it. Yeah, no doubt. And again, a big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club. they have got a couple of super bonus meetings coming up as well um, next Wednesday. Uh, at Shepparton the 19th of April um, a $1,500 cash prize to um, each of the winners of the race that are members of the uh, Victorian Harness Racing Club and also they're supporting the Mildura Cup Carnival with an all $1,500 bonus on every race there as well so a couple of uh, big meetings coming up for the VHRC with a super bonus program and uh, for those people uh, that uh, haven't purchased as as a minimum social club membership, $121, go to the VHRC website, you can buy it online and that will get you access to the new Owners' Members' Room that's being built at Melton Park. And you're going to have a fantastic prime view from uh, in front of the winning post. You'll be able to share the room with the winning owners of each of the races. They'll be in there drinking their champagne and you'll be uh, trying to work out how you get into that room with your next winner. So lots happening, a really exciting period for the club. They've worked really hard and uh, it's all coming to, all the stars are starting to align and it kicks off 13th of May, the, uh, the new Owners' Members' Room.
0: Rob, we're up to race number six on our Saturday Night Harness Preview. It's the Opus Group VicBread Platinum Pace. Bonnie Bell is
1: scratching number seven. Uh, how did you see this? Yeah, look, you know, I'm going to play some value again here, Dan. Uh, I'm going to play two horses. I, I, look, Kendi's butterfly number two. He's going really well. Uh, look, she didn't. She couldn't get into the race at Shepparton last hour. She was four wide pretty much from the 500. Loved her win at Cobram. Loved her form before that. I think each way, uh, happy to play her at value. I thought even one, Sassiola, is probably the best draw she's had for a long time. And she's a bit of an enigma of Sassiola. She's teased for a long time. But I just feel like these two mares, both from Barriers 1 and 2 over 1700, they they present value and they present themselves to give themselves every chance here and happy to play him the, the look obviously 10 beach life's a quality horse uh trialed at geelong a couple of weeks ago emma stewart karen manning combining first up barrier 10 1700 always means that they're going to have to do some work it's ebony and ivory's the horse that's going to improve from that first up run so i'm going to go two and one i'm going to play in both ahead of 10 and nine obviously if you're taking quaddies they must go in look blood moon um you know I don't know, I was a little bit disappointed with her last time. Gypsy Princess going to get a good trip from, from inside the second row. So it's a, it's a tricky race, but value for mine, two and one.
0: Mm, yeah, it is a tricky race over the short. It's Ebony and Ivory. I thought she was pretty good first up. She has to improve on that uh, and, and get a decent run, maybe midfield, but I think that will be a good spot for her, come with one run. Each way it's Ebony and Ivory, but in a race that's got plenty of chances, Sassiola, Beach Life, who's first up and and blood moon look one thing about blood moon rob is that while she's got really good gate speed and you expect that she might work to the top, she does chase well. She, her game is not over if she doesn't lead. I've seen her finish off her races well coming from behind. So I still think she's in the mix. Nine, one, ten, M3. I would have liked to have fitted in a Gypsy Princess and a uh, Rosarito Miss and a Kendi's Butterfly and, and even Jillaby Adore, who's first up off, off a long break. So I think it's a fairly even bunch, particularly with the barrier draws, but it's certainly a good race race seven download the tab app today pace and this is another interesting interesting race i found one at a bit of odds here but it's um it's a race that's got a bit of
1: depth to it again evened out by the barrier draws yeah i don't think it gets any easier does it uh, look I, i'm gonna look I, I probably think he needs another run but i'm going i'm just the barrier draw i didn't mind the way he hit the line last week was lb2 chains and Look, he's drawn barrier one. There's a bit of speed outside him. You know, I can see him potentially maybe just sitting off the speed and getting a soft trip. I think whatever he does again this week, he'll improve further. But I didn't mind the way he hit the line. I thought his trial form was a little bit soft coming into last week, and he, he, he made some really big improvement from the race to the trial and i think he can only improve further and barry one i like it for that reason so each way lb two chains look district attorney i think he's a really nice horse uh, barry seven he's going to have to go back I, I can't see him going forward here so he's going to have to go back and then he's going to have to rely on getting the right trail up so the draw's a little bit against district attorney but i certainly got to put him in 10 outlaw man, potentially I think that Kate's probably going to have to make a mid-race move to, to get around him here. Uh, look, he, he's got the quality of the races that he's been going against. Cobbers should be improved, maybe a chance of finding the top, maybe. If he did find the top, I think he'd give a sight. And then obviously I respect Lark, Captain, Finn, Frost all going well. Tricky race, I've gone 1-7-10-3.
0: Yeah, it is a tricky
1: race. Look, I, I thought
0: Cobber would improve, Rob. A better gait, um, potential of settling forward, whether it led or, or, or handy to the speed. But its first up run was better than it looked. It got exposed a bit early, and it was a fair way back anyway. So you look at his form from last prep, and it's again some of the best of his age group. So there's one I can make a case for. Number three, Cobber, a District Attorney, a Outlaw Men, Finn Frost. They're horses that have been going well. You made a really good case for LB2 Chains. He caught the eye, off a soft run he's going to get a good run from one uh, and even mighty flying art even though his form looks terrible he's back with julie douglas now and at his best at his best or even three quarters of his best he'd be very hard to beat in a race like this so don't let him get under your guard either
1: no, you've got to respect him. Uh, no doubt about that. Mighty flying out. He was going terrible. But, look, as you said, he's gone back to the stable. It had a really good good luck with him. So it'll be interesting to see how he fares. 2,200, maybe first up, might be of a challenge. But it's a very, very tough race, tricky race. But Cobber, look, if he finds a front, Dan, I, I think he'll run a massive race. He, he, could, he could win if he leads.
0: Mm. Good race, though. The eighth event, the Neverly R stud pace. Uh, Rob, again, an interesting race. We've got a, a, a number of
1: horses as last start winners and a lot of different form lines. Oh, hard race, isn't it? Um, look, the two main ones are just for mine are drawn bad, but I, I've had to stick with them here. I'm going to hope for a few Hail Marys with number eight, just a little sip. Uh, I can see it being three back the pegs and it probably is going to need a lot of luck. But I can see some genuine tempo in the race as well. And look, if the brakes go his way, Anthony Butt, he can weave some magic. So I've tipped Date just a little sip. Ahead of 12, Kafaji Look, he was... Very disappointing, wasn't he, last start? Mm. I think there's speed off the front. They're going to be working hard, and at some stage you're going to have to come up for a breather, and I can see Kafaji taking off at some stage, and, you know, Mark Pitt jumps back on him here. So I'm just going to have to forgive that first up run. His trial form before that was pretty solid. So 8 and 12, I sort of bracket them together. I, I really worked hard here for the next group. I, I've settled for two Sweet Passion and one Aussie Playboy. I, I think both horses, Aussie Playboy is going really well. He's, he, he should just get a soft trip on the pegs. Sweet Passion got a lot of time for this horse, Uh it hasn't had a lot of racing. First up, Matty Craven stable going well. He's brought this horse to town, so he must think it's going well here. So I, I think Sweet Passion can run a really good race. And obviously I respect horses like Red Hot Assassin. Platinum Stride's going to be improved. Just roll your own. Uh, I think there's speed off the front. They're going to be doing some work up top. So 8 and 12 on top for mine.
0: Yeah, I've tipped 8.12.5 and I threw platinum stride, thought it was a decent effort first up. 8, 12, five four. plenty of chances. So it's going to be pretty tricky to get that big six uh, on Saturday night. Race nine, the high-gain Melton Trotter's free-for-all. Interesting race, Queen Elida, we know where she's at, we know what she'll do. Ultimate stride, we think we know where he's at, but we're not sure what he'll do.
1: <laughs> that's and that's how I've played at five and three. Uh again here, uh, geez, if you just knew Ultimate Stride would find the top, then I'd say he's the horse to beat because I think he can control this race. What you know? Will he find the top? I mean, O Fortuna can fly to gate. You don't know what Nephew Sonoko, credit master from inside Ultimate Stride. But look, if he found the front, I think he's the horse to beat without doing any work. But if uh, if he gets tested early, then Queen Elida, obviously the one that's uh, still got the most uh, honest and consistent and trustworthy form. So I'll go five from three and then uh, really one, two, four, six. I think they've all got chances of uh, running places, but five and three.
0: Of tip five three two six, Credit Master could be the improver from the better gate. Race ten, the Ek Bray Country Club's final. Now, I think this race is deserving of more prize money. Um, it's I can remember it since I was a kid. Always produce some nice horses, and uh, the scratching is for Better Star.
1: Uh, and Rob, uh, it looks a challenging race, but there is one I'm keen on. Yeah, I made this one my best bet. Uh, I, I, I'm, I think I'm on the tra- on the right track. Uh, look, Non Peril she was really impressive winning first up you go back through her form at the end of last year she she chased home in, in all those feature races uh Jess Tubbs, Bailey McDonough, they're all doing a great job with their team and I'm going to tip her on top, and I'll make him my best bet. Race ten, number ten on Peril. Head of thirteen, Franco Novelist, who I think is absolutely flying. Nice horse. Just a barrier draws to mean he's going to work extra hard. Stir me up. I think he's a better horse chasing. I think he's he's got to be respected. And horses like No Nay Filter and Prince Sahara both come into the race. You've got to respect them. Obviously, let's go Bro Rime Valley, who did well last start. But I've tipped ten on top. I'm going to make it my best bet. See, it's similar to you, my top four are 10,
0: 2, 11, and 13. Uh, but there are a number of other chances there. The last event, the Elite Express. Now, this is over the 1,200 metres, Rob. I, I'm not sure it gets any easier. Uh, but again, um, the, the spread for the barrier draw really
1: evens this race out. Yeah, it's challenging, isn't it? I I like one here at, at each way odds. So I I found this horse winning at a Chuka at uh, a at cricket score odds, and tipped it on Trot's Vision, and I've been watching him since, and. Number four, Believe in Forever, I think he's going really well. I can see enough tempo in this race, and I think from barrier three, he's just going to be parked in behind him, and if the gap comes his way, I'm um, happy to play him each way here for Believe in Forever. I think he's got a really good each-way chance in the race. Eight ultimate force should be improved by uh, its last start run. Aussie Pride going well enough. And then, of course, uh, Horses of the Calibre of Foolish Pleasure. Oh, sorry, Jeremy Wells and Foolish Pleasure. So four on top. Actually, six Jeremy Wells was actually my second pick ahead of eight Foolish, uh, eight. Ultimate Force and then two and nine Aussie Pride Foolish Pleasure. So four, six on top from two and then uh, eight and nine. But a good race. But I, I do like four believing forever. Happy to play them each way. I've put foolish pleasure on top, number
0: nine, nine eight seven four of my thoughts in the last event. It's uh, it looks on face value one of the harder programs I've come across for a while, but there's nothing wrong with that, uh, Rob. Uh, it just means we're going to have to search a little bit harder to find some winners, and I feel confident, or well, more you than me, that you have.
1: <laughs> well, look, I thought race ten, number ten on Perrie. I'm going to make it uh, her my best bet of the night. I certainly think there's some really good value. I do like race 11 number four, Believe in Forever. I think he's got a really good hope. Um, and I'm going to play a couple of bigger odds. Uh, race 2, uh, number 9, Tiger Bandwagon. Uh, happy to play a bit of value uh, there. And in race 6, numbers 1 and 2 as well, uh, which is uh, Sassio and Kendi's Butterfly. I think they're both going to be over the odds. But I think it's a, a really good program. I think there's some value right across the board. And even from you know, the way we've uh, gone through these races, is uh, multiple chances for most races. But really good program. First event will be kicking off at 5.29 on Saturday night. And my best uh, for the Victoria Harness Racing Club is also
0: non-peril race 10, number 10, uh, and a few at value I like. Race 1, number 5, which is Don't Touch the Duco, and uh, Cobber is my best each way for the night. Race 7, number 3, which should be at pretty good odds as well on a night where there might be plenty of value to be found. 11 races, the first event scheduled for 5.29. After the uh, Saturday night meeting, we've got Cranbourne on Sunday. Monday, we have two meetings, Rob. Melton Day meeting and Ararat Night. And then we head to Mildura. The Mildura Cup Carnival starts next Tuesday. So uh, this time next week, we will be previewing the Mildura Cup meeting. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, whatever you're doing. And if you have a horse running, I hope it runs to the best of its ability. And if you're a punter, I hope the wallet is full after the weekend. I know you're going away for the weekend, Rob. I hope you have a wonderful few days away in Adelaide What's in the footy.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a big uh, weekend with plenty of footy matches. So, uh, yeah, go to Hawks. We'll try to bounce back after our uh, little bit of toweling last week against the Cats.
0: Have a great weekend, everyone.